Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Winter Olympics in China, just about a week away from opening ceremonies. Of course, you can follow all of that here on KSL News Radio and KSL TV uh, as we get the coverage of some most extraordinary games. And of course, there's a lot of debate about these Olympic Games being held in China. There's been much discussion about different kinds of boycotts, whether that was initially going to be an all out boycott, athletes and all. Uh, then there was uh, talk of just a uh, economic boycott, not having U.S. companies uh, serve as uh, advertisers and sponsors uh, for the Beijing Olympic Games, uh, or just a diplomatic boycott of not sending uh, vice presidents or presidents or other diplomats uh, to be part of those games, not giving China that uh, status on the world stage of having U.S. diplomats on their soil. So all of those things are fine, and all those things can be debated. And so... I know here in the state of Utah in particular, we love our Olympic Games. We especially love our Winter Olympics, having uh, had an extraordinary experience in 2002. And I know there are a lot of people who are a little bit conflicted now, uh, looking at uh, human rights abuse, uh, religious persecution, uh, all kinds of things there in China that uh, give everyone pause and a lot of concerns. And so can we enjoy the Olympic Games or do we have to feel guilty about it or do we have to not watch uh, and I would suggest the the word and is the operative word of the day. Uh, I spoke with this earlier today with Tim and Amanda. It's one of the things I love about my mornings uh, is I get to sit down with Tim and Amanda and have a conversation. It always gets my mind churning on some things. And as I look at the Olympic Games, and uh, nobody's a bigger fan of the Olympics than I am, uh, I'll watch it all <laughs> wall to wall uh, if I can. And there's so many great lessons in there. And I think so looking at how we celebrate the Olympics and support our Olympic athletes, uh, I think matters. And we can do that. We understand there will be political issues to be dealt with and uh, political statements that will be made and all of those things will happen. Uh, that always happens. Uh, the important thing is to not let that distract us from the athletes, the spirit of competition, the extraordinary stories of overcoming obstacles, coming back from challenges, that spirit of resilience, teams coming together, individuals rising above, those are all worthwhile and are worthy of our time. Uh, so I want to get into a couple of things that I think we ought to focus on as we look at the Olympic Games. Uh, I think a good way for all of us, I want you to kind of frame and think about how you are going to watch the Olympics with some intention this time around. So I want you to very intentionally watch the games. And one way to frame it is to look at the Olympic motto, Sidious Altius Fortius, swifter, higher, 
stronger. As you're watching the game, watch how these things play out. And then I want you to reframe it in terms of what does it mean to you in your world? Uh, You may not have the physique of an Olympic athlete. You may not have that kind of skill or will uh, to achieve that kind of level of excellence on the world stage. But there are plenty of places that we can apply those same things. Swifter, higher, stronger. So if you think I think we ought to be swifter at in this country as a way to support our Olympic athletes, I think we ought to be swifter to forgive and to ask for forgiveness. No sense holding a grudge. No sense becoming bitter. No sense preemptively being offended because you know what somebody's going to say and it's going to offend you and you're going to be mad about it. So be swifter to suspend judgment. Swifter to forgive. Swifter to ask for forgiveness. I think we also need to be much swifter in this country in acting on the impulses of our better angels. We all see opportunities every day where we get a little tap on the shoulder and an opportunity to do something to make a difference. And we need to be faster, swifter to act on those impulses. It is what makes our country extraordinary. It is what makes our communities strong. Higher, uh, obviously we talk about elevating the dialogue. We, we need to, to elevate things. We need to look at a loftier perspective of things, not get hunkered down uh, in the negative uh, and all of the anger, fear, and frustration that's out there. And so finding that higher elevated space, elevated dialogue, uh, more important conversations, stronger, I think we need to have stronger connections and work to make those connections. I think we have to be willing to become stronger by doing the hard work and heavy lifting uh, from our elected officials to our business leaders, to our community leaders, to each of us in our homes and communities. Uh, We have to do the heavy lifting. Again, far away from camera lights, far away from social media feeds, uh, we can do that. And we can become stronger as we we make a difference that way. And so being able to separate out what's going on politically and all the things that we will hear and very intentionally watching the games with some principles in mind, swifter, higher, stronger, a set of principles that we all could ruminate on and noodle on just a little bit more. I think it's also important for us to recognize the power of story. Everyone wants to be part of a, of a winning story. I think that's part of the reason why Utahns especially love the Olympic Games, because we want to be part of that winning story. And whether it's a hockey team, uh, whether it's an individual ice skater or a skier, a snowboarder, we want to be part of that. And when we do that, when we come together around common story, it is a great way to unite the nation. It is a great way to learn some of those important principled lessons. Uh, Watch the stories of these Olympic athletes. Recognize what it takes to commit to that level of excellence, the sacrifice that goes into that, that there's no free lunch, that there's no fast pass to get to the gold medal platform. Uh, It takes a lot of that hard work, that excellence, that determination. I think one of the overriding stories that I always take out of every Olympic Games is the story of resilience and overcoming obstacles or setbacks. There are very few Olympic athletes that haven't had major obstacles along the way. It might have been a really tragic injury. It may have been just a missed opportunity, maybe a bad day at just the wrong time. It may be a family or personal tragedy. We've seen in recent Olympic Games uh, mental illness come to the fore, internal struggles, abuse, uh, all of those things. And yet we see these Olympic athletes so incredibly resilient uh, and able to bounce back 
Uh, and as we always say in uh, in uh, uh, looking at that, it's not how high you soar, it's how high you bounce when you hit bottom. Uh, that really will determine uh, whether you are on that gold medal stand. And all of our Olympic athletes recognize that it comes down to the little things, fraction of a point, hundredth of a second, width of a skate or a ski that can make the difference between being the gold medal champion and someone who just participated in the games. And so I hope all of us gear up and get ready for these Olympic Games. Again, you can follow all of that here on KSL News Radio and our partners at KSL TV. Uh, it's all going to be there. Amazing stories are coming. Extraordinary moments will undoubtedly happen, not just for U.S. Olympic athletes, but for other athletes from around the world. That's part of that great Olympic spirit. And the big test for all of us, swifter, higher, stronger. Swifter to forgive and ask forgiveness. Swifter to act on our better nature. Higher, elevated dialogue, stronger. Make those connections that build bridges. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources here today on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something that makes a difference. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.